2: Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hello, hello, hello. Gwen Flamberg.
0: Well, hello.
2: And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week. We've got sexy times on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with a little she said, she said, celebrity daughters getting flashed. Kim and Kanye teary update. Bananas interiors of celebrity houses revealed, very, very, very expensive necklaces and imported ponies, celebrities who are suddenly single and pregnant, engagements, very sad deaths. splits, baby arrivals, Madonna being problematic again, and so, so much more. But before we get into all that news, let's set intentions as we do every week for celebrities. That's where we tell them to start doing things or stop doing things. Baby girl, Sarah Huron, who's your intention for this week?
3: My celebrity intention is for Taylor Swift. Now, I would like to start by apologizing to Taylor Swift because I know that I have been very harsh on this very podcast about Taylor Swift. And while I stand by several of my statements, I have spent the last, you know, almost week sitting with folklore. And it is one of the only good things to happen to me in 2020. I'm obsessed with it. And it also has given me the opportunity to revisit some old Taylor Swift And remind me of why I used to love her so much in the first place. And I just decided to ignore reputation and most of lover and just become the Taylor Swift fan that I used to be. So thank you, Taylor. I'm sorry, Taylor. But my one request is for you to, you know, give us a little bit more answers with Joe Alwyn, because I'm convinced you don't really like him after listening to this album, even though I know it's about like fictional characters. I just want to know if you're still together, what your quarantine has been like. Just give me like a one selfie.
2: Okay, um, Sarah. To grade your apology, I'll give that something between Aaliyah Michelle and a Kevin Spacey. Oh, uh, oh, pretty oh. terrible uh, as an apology, oh, but mom. it's nice to see you trying and struggling to turn over a new leaf. Travis, who's your intention all, for? That was Travis, so
1: rude, Travis. Oh, I was gonna. I was going to set an intention for my own malice against someone else, but no, no, I'm not going to do that either. My intention is for Britney Spears. Um, (gasps) Wait a minute, Travis, that's who my intention is for. It is. I bet it's not the same intention. If Uh, it is, I'm going to freak out. So did everyone see the video where she was like, you know, putting the bottle of water on her boyfriend, Sam, I still can't pronounce his last name's face and what is like towel over his face? Yeah, of course. Just, like be annoying. So uh, my intention is that Britney stop drinking Nestle Life water. She has far too much money for that. And, you know, get a Fiji or a Voss. Nestle is just, it's just as bad as Dasani. I'm
2: awesome. sure there's probably some, there's probably some corporate issues there too that that we wouldn't like if we really dug into it. Fair enough. That's, I'll I'll do mine before we get to (laughs) Gwen because mine is also for Britney's. And after being so dragged into all the free Britney conspiracies, the content of the last like two days, that little fairy picture, the video that you posted that you just talked about, and then the video of the The rose that was the soap that she put on her last, which is actually a pretty sexy video for the tub.
1: It was. First of all, I have those roses and they are great. (laughs) And do they really look IRL like a rose? Yeah, they do. Except that soapy film like never gets out of the bathtub or off of your skin. So that was the
2: only happy part of that video. (laughs) Thank you for doing a we tried it. um, Mm -hmm. Unauthorized we tried it. (laughs) But my she wrote a caption of one. Make sure you take the time and try to understand why all of this is happening in our world. What can we all do to make things better? How can we inspire the next generations for beautiful change? Then she went on to talk about miracles, so I kind of tuned out. But um, I I was like, oh my God, look at Brittany, the voice for the people. And whether you're conservative or liberal, you can interpret her words and they can really resonate. I was like, look at her sort of just like preaching this word that I think is like so positive and inspirational. I was like, you better keep on with that. Yes. I like the playful content, but I also love this, like inspire, motivate, I could leave out the miracles bit, but I know that's like part of her. her <laughs> well, Brody, you didn't talk
1: about that video that she forgot to put the sound on. So then it's just like her walking in front of the camera with no music.
2: <laughs> it's so relatable. And I just, I just, like, when I get a little bit, I want more cause I'm greedy. And so I want more <laughs> Britney content like that. Gwen, who's your intention for?
0: Well, Brody, my intention is also for Britney Spears. What? We've never had this. Perhaps you guys saw the picture that Britney posted in a full body henna tattoo while wearing a bikini. Well, my intention for Britney is to not be road testing this for a real life full body tattoo. Because while I like to see that her body is kind of back to like not Totally banging body, Brittany, but she looks really good. She looks really healthy. Don't get a full body tattoo, Brit. Do not do it. And whatever you do, don't get a face tattoo. Just don't
2: do it. It's a hot trend. And I'm sure, you know, as we've seen on usmagazine.com slash
0: stylish. That's the one.
2: <laughs> lots of, lots of face tattoos. But no, I love that bikini picture. And listen, her quarantine body is way, way better than mine. And she's working out way more, way more consistently than I am.
3: You know that Britney's Instagram is the gift that keeps on giving when all three of you didn't overlap once with the references you made to things that Britney
2: has posted in the past week.
0: No, right. Something.
2: So strange. We don't even coordinate these. It's just so odd. Um, clearly it's, Armageddon is coming. OK, let's dive into some news on that note. Sierra had a baby. She gave birth to her third child Thursday, July 23rd. This is her second one with her husband, Russell Wilson. Happy birthday, Wynn. She captioned in her Instagram horrible
0: video. Name. What? It's cute. A and you know what? It's so I it's positive. Really she posted a photo of her pregnant belly and an incredibly amazing afro literally days before she had this baby. Yeah. I love that. Wynn is not uh, a name.
2: Yeah. Uh, now it is Wynn Harrison Wilson. I think it's very positive, Sarah. And I think you need to switch your perspective. And baby number three.
3: It's horrible. But. Well, Happy for them.
2: Uh, speaking of W names, are you more excited for Sophie and Turner's baby? Sophie Willa? And Turner? Sophie and Turner. Sophie and Joe, that's Sophie Turner, and Joe Jonas's baby, Willa.
3: Um, yes, because Willa is an actual name.
2: Oh, you need to expand your horizons, Sarah. You need to really expand your horizon. Yeah. Well, Shout was out foreign... to Willa
3: Ford. <laughs>
2: uh, I really could use a Willa Ford hit in quarantine. Willa, as we've learned from the source, isn't a family name, isn't short for anything, but is a name. Joe and Sophie had picked out a long while ago before the baby's arrival. The baby girl arrived last Wednesday, July 22nd, and the rep confirmed that they were denied to announce the birth of their baby. So strange they never even talked about the baby or confirmed the baby coming while Sophie was pregnant that entire time.
3: I love that they had a girl. Um, The world needs more girls. And I think that it's great because Kevin and Danielle have two girls. And now we just need Nick and Pri to have a girl and we can have a girl band. That would be amazing.
2: That actually, I was like, "Where is this going?" And then I was <laughs> the Jonas on board sisters, I'm the Jonas cousins.
3: But I really
0: yeah. like the Since, since
2: mm-hmm. Sarah
0: and you have proven to manifest destiny
3: on this very podcast. I appreciate you, you saying this. Thank you so much for the acknowledgement that Brody Brown has <laughs> never once given me. <laughs>
2: uh, well, um, you may still get it. Hold your breath for this podcast. Coco Rocha is also pregnant with her third child. She's five and a half months long, We confirmed today. And wow, this I did not see coming, but I feel like everyone else did. Tariq El Musa is engaged to Heather Ray Young. Oh, yeah. Love it. Definitely. Definitely. Why yeah. do you love it?
3: Well, I love Selling Sunset. I've actually never seen, what is it, flip or flop, Tarek and Christina show?
2: Yeah, but then he has his own spinoff.
3: Well, I've never seen any HGTV program in full, but as a Selling Sunset stan, I'm happy for Heather because this is definitely what she wants. And I'm happy that this will give us something for season four because. I'm sure the women will accuse her of getting engaged too quickly. I'm sure they're going to, you know, slam she something did. about it and that's, you know, they what should. I need. So, happy for them. <laughs>
2: they should. <laughs> they they should and she did. I I mean <laughs> Totally. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm I at Christina Anstead. Team you Christina are. Anstead.
3: I mean, I Christina and Heather are very similar. So,
2: Mm, no, uh, Christina Basically, has a hit. Has a hit show that I mean she physically. helms herself, yeah, in, a, I mean, in a very sun successful. Is taking over the world, so don't you in dare a put down Heather. a very successful empire. Moving on, Cressida Bonus. She tied the knot, not to Cressida? Prince Harry. No, Cressida. 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 You say Cressida, I say Cressida.
3: I was like, yeah. who is that?
2: Uh, she tied the knot. I her name's Cressida. Quietly, and Prince Harry was. Not there. Feelings, thoughts, sad, the one that got away?
0: Could be. You know, I never really saw her as the one that got away. I feel like Chelsea Davy was really the one that got away. They just met Agreed. too young. Mm. Cressida was like, you know, when he went through his music festival
3: phase, all good.
0: I yeah, believe they like, remain we friends.
2: We've all been there.
3: <laughs> it would have been interesting if they got married not in these times because we did see uh, the Royals love an ex-girlfriend at a wedding.
2: They do, because they want to show that there's, like, no bad blood.
3: Yeah. So I would have loved if they got married not right now, so then we could have seen if Harry or Meghan showed up.
2: And don't worry, speaking of bad blood, royal bad blood, we will be talking about some of that later on the podcast. But before we do, speaking about ones that got away... Tina Louise and Brian Austin Green split?
0: What's I mean, this world? so fast, <laughs> so fast. We knew me, Tina Louise. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> a source told us they're taking a step back from their relationship. Being compared to Megan Fox, every man's fantasy is very hard for Tina. Well, girl, I feel you. That sounds like an actual nightmare. Yeah. She looks so good, though.
3: You know what's so hard? does. Just- I have such an issue with this whole thing because I love Brian Austin Green I as a David Silver stan and I feel bad for him and I feel like this whole thing played out so weird. But at the same time, like every time Machine Gun Kelly posts a picture with Megan Fox, like (laughs) something happens to me and I can't help but love them. And I don't know if it's just that dumb song, but like I'm kind of here for it, even though I think she mistreated her husband of 10 years during this whole thing.
2: Terribly mistreated her husband, who she has multiple children with. These are facts. Are you still listening to that stupid Bloody Valentine, Sarah?
3: Every day, Brody. It oh really got your God. day started. And I still have not listened to one other Machine Gun Kelly song. I don't even bother. I just listen to that one.
2: Yeah, you're not going like to like them. I'm taking it very personally every But every did you time see that she's...
3: mirror pick?
2: Yes, I took that very personally. I, I think it's an affront to Brian Austin Green. Because I remember Brian Austin Green crying on his podcast and saying, don't villainize Megan. She told me she's just friends with Machine Gun Kelly. And clearly she was not and is not.
3: I love Brian Austin Green, too. So I'm just conflicted here. I just something about these twin flames, you know?
2: (laughs) Oh, don't even start. Listen, I would take that that mirror pick. But then you put it on close friends. You don't put it on your public Instagram. That's just that's unkind.
3: As long as I can be on close friends. Sounds great. Yes.
2: Yes. This was another split that really became quite relevant, not just because of the heartbreak, but because it somehow tied into the Kim and Kanye narrative. Meek Mill and his partner, Milan Harris, announced that they are still friends and co-parents, but they are separating. They have mad love for each other. And this came less than a week after Kanye claimed in a Twitter rant that Kim had essentially cheated with him after they met up to discuss Prison reform, which was bananas because we know that's been something Kim's been working on. And she was partnering with Meek to try to push that forward. And Kanye put prison reform in quotes when he was tweeting about that, which awkward, but per Meek's tweet, there's nothing related there. Sarah, I thought they were splitting. Unfortunately, they're not. (laughs) That's not nice. But Lala Kent and Randall Emmett, what's going on? At least she didn't relapse. At least she didn't relapse.
3: Yes. Lala has, her Instagram activity is always very interesting. She's either posting like several promo shots for her lip gloss line, or she's posting like black screens with cryptic quotes. So she sparks speculation a lot. And she also archives photos with Randall, her fiance, like every once in a while. And of course the Bravo blogs pick up on it and they're like, Oh my God, they split. But then the photos will be back. And Lala came out and she said that every time she gets into a fight with Randall, she's petty and she archives their photos and that they have each other blocked on Instagram. So he doesn't even know what's going on. So over the weekend, he was posting all these like family photos of them on a boat playing board games. And she was posting cryptic quotes and hiding his photo, her face from her page. So I I think maybe Lala is just bored because Vanderpump Rules isn't filming this season and she's trying to stir the pot, but she also was sharing, um, prayers from the 12-step program of Alcoholics Anonymous and has been posting about her sobriety quite a bit lately. So I think she's, you know, might be going through it a little, but she's still with
2: Randall. I appreciate when partners have each other, if they have weathered some rocky, dramatic shit to keep each other unfollowed or blocked on social media, I think it can spare a lot of unnecessarily hurt feelings, speaking from experience. (laughs) But they're also like going to get married. They need to get over that hump. And she needs to not yeah. try to try to be like, don't call them cryptic quotes. Honey, those are cryptic quotes. Welcome to the internet.
3: Yeah, she clearly doesn't understand that Khloe Kardashian does it best. And she didn't do it very well. And I also just think, I mean, sure, I guess to save each other heart, heartache, to block each other on Instagram, but you're, you're getting married and you can't see each other's posts. Like, I think we have some problems here. Like, how old are you? Oh,
2: man. Well... She is on Vanderpump Rules, so what? The, she used to have like the emotional maturity of a fifteen-year-old girl. Is that? Is that about? Adult, right? Yeah. Okay. 16. Wanna... Oh, it's okay, her like okay.
3: fifth season. So,
2: Sarah, so, I know this is another story you're quite passionate about. What is going on with poor Riverdale star Vanessa Morgan? I don't know if I should even say poor because who knows what really happened? Because we sure shit don't. Not okay. yet. You
3: least. guys, I what? am obsessed. Vanessa Morgan, who plays Tony Topaz on Riverdale. Married Brielle Bierman's ex boyfriend, Michael Kopach. I think you should say his last name, Kopach.
2: You're yeah. asking someone who just called Cressida Bonus Christina. <laughs>
3: I think it's <laughs> Kopach. Okay, thank you. Well, he, it, this is, I love this story because it crosses so many different demographics. She's on Riverdale. He is a pitcher for the Chicago White Sox. And obviously, he dated Brielle Bierman, which is the bravo of it all. So, a couple months after him and Brielle broke up in 2018, he started dating Vanessa. They got engaged after like less than a year. And then they got married this past January. And he also had Tommy John surgery, which is like a big deal in baseball for pitchers. And he So he missed the entire season last year, which is when they kind of like had this whirlwind romance. So they got married. Things were great. They went on a podcast in that January that I just listened to you guys. And she called him her twin flame
2: oh and my, my god oh my god put it in buzz meter it's, oh, it's,
1: the twin flame. Yeah. it's twin like the are... conscious uncoupling of 2020
2: the hottest right. trend twin flames
1: well hopefully <laughs> megan
3: and a machine gun kelly's twin flame burns a little longer than these two because Ugh. they got married in january a couple days ago she announced she was pregnant with a baby boy but did not mention Michael's name and did not use we. She used a lot of I. So people were like, oh, that's weird. So then the Chicago Tribune, which again, he's on the White Sox. So he's like more famous in Chicago, I guess, did some digging and found out that he filed for divorce in June. Wow. And her rep has come out and said, confirmed that he is the father of the child. He has also had a lot of mental health issues in the past that he's been open about. He deleted Instagram last October and put a whole thing about how Social media really messes with his head. He cried on that podcast I just, I referred to about how, you know, his Tommy John surgery was so difficult emotionally and how he felt so alone, but how Vanessa was kind of there for him. And that's why he loved her so much. So there's so much we don't know, but I'm fascinated. And now Vanessa's co-star, Madeline Petsch is clapping back at trolls who were saying that he's not the father of the kid. Like it is messy. You
2: know what I hate most about this story? Every time you say Tommy John surgery, I imagine that it's a different type of surgery. Why can't they just talk about the body parts that it's? Because Tommy Tommy John surgery is very famous. There's no Tommy Tommy John John. in my body. It could be like neck surgery. It could be shoulder. Oh my Tommy! My Tommy John hurts, Sarah. It is (laughs) a surgery
0: that is unique to pitchers in baseball, and basically any pitcher who is worth his salt, he's using that rotator cuff. And he's gonna need Tommy John surgery.
1: Yeah.
2: The first baseball it, player yeah. who got it. Okay. Okay, you guys need to stop shouting. At Our my Tommy, Tommy John's thought. hurt, Brody. Yeah, my Tommy John's hurt just hearing about this. Uh, but <laughs> my actually, dad my... is gonna die when he listens to this. Oh, I <laughs> 40 hope all over not. the place. <laughs> well, <laughs> my heart actually does hurt because you Travis, you flagged this for me. Tiffany Haddish was telling Carmelo Anthony on a What's in Your Glass oh. episode. She said people are always asking when she's going to have babies, and she said there's a part of me that I would like to do that. And I always make up these excuses like, oh, I need a million dollars in the bank before I do. I need this. I need that. But really, it's like I would hate to give birth to someone that looks like me, knowing they're going to be hunted or killed. Like, why would I put someone through that? She said, white people don't have to think about that when planning their future families. It's time to talk about that and how we have to come together as a community and work as a unit. Maybe we don't all agree in the same things. But we need to find some common ground and move forward as human beings. That's She's been really generous with being so outspoken through the last couple of months of dialogue that's really been pushed to the national forefront. This is so hard to hear, but a, a real reality for a lot of people. And I think important for it to resonate and for a lot of uh, white people, and particularly, as she knows, to sit with that. But really troubling and also makes sense. I mean, we are still so little progress has been made. People are still out in the streets protesting the abundance of racial justice, as we talked about last week. Still no justice for Breonna Taylor. The officers have not been all fired or charged or arrested. So thank you to Tiffany for sharing. But it's it's definitely a sobering reminder to hear. Let's kick it up, hopefully lightening it up a little bit. Travis, what happened on this day in pop culture history?
1: Oh my God, Brody, I'm definitely lighting it up. <clears throat> oh,
2: thank um, God. In 2003,
1: everyone's favorite iconic horrible movie was released. Geely. <laughs>
3: oh! <laughs> <laughs> I've never starring, <laughs> seen it.
1: You know, don't watch it. Let me read you some of the reviews. Well, that is, of course, starring Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. It was like sort of like advertised as a gushy romantic comedy, but it was not anything like that. So I'm just going to read you some some of the reviews on the day that it came out. From Good Morning America, I was shocked. It's very bad storytelling. Another, it's horrible. The worst movie ever made. Unwatchable. Walked out in the middle. And during the premiere, like half of the critics walked out of it because it's so terrible. Because they thought it was going to be a romantic comedy, but it's actually Ben Affleck says the F word 15 times in the first 10 minutes. JLo lo plays a lesbian that he like wins over in beds, which is like problematic all over. And it's just not a good movie. But there are okay. also some happy things that happened today. There were two wedding anniversaries today. And I feel like you might, guys might be able to get them.
2: Oh. Uh, we shared
1: one on our Instagram.
0: Oh, Jen oh, and oh my gosh. Jennifer Aniston. Yes. The, the wedding that I wish I had been at.
1: Well, Gwen, there's actually two. So yes, today is Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's 20th wedding anniversary. But that's so in fucked up. In, I know, I know, 20 years since they were married. I'm hello old. And then 1981, there was another wedding. of Someone, beloved Princess Di and Charles, <gasps> wow. were married oh. at St. Paul's Cathedral in London on this day in
3: 1981,
2: too.
3: Two weddings and divorces that shaped yeah. culture
1: seriously yeah, they day. did
2: really shape this culture we're still talking about them all the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah and Geely, you know yeah. impact we are, as well and <laughs> can
1: we're,
3: I just say that Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston both got nominated for Emmys yesterday
2: amazing wow we are gonna get the oh sh- shoot are they still gonna have do, do you remember are they gonna have an in-person there's no way they can I don't think so absolutely not not for September, well, and certainly not in California.
3: We can just relook at those photos from the last award show that they spoke for about 0.2 seconds that we all acted like they made out.
2: The half and hour there hours. were there the were hour. like a bajillion articles they and everyone was kind of, gushing about their reunion. Half. Their but gasp, gasp, Did gasp you ever see the reunion. video?
3: They literally yeah. <laughs> were in contact with each other for 0.2 seconds.
2: Because they probably knew everyone in the room is staring at us right now.
3: The photos told a lie.
2: And they were probably like, "We can just FaceTime when we're in the tub later tonight." Listen,
0: she looks the best she has looked maybe ever, and it is the moment, the only moment that brings me joy in 2020.
2: Wow, Carl, I feel you.
3: <laughs> it's been a rough year, so
0: that doesn't.
2: Say it has much. been. It has been a rough year. Uh, well, sorry, we're not going to be out of the the roughness. Regis Philbin passed away. This was very sad. We confirmed on Saturday, July 25th, that he had died the night before. His family told us in a statement, we're deeply saddened to share that our beloved Rita Slobin passed away last night of natural causes, one month shy of his 89th birthday. We were able to confirm that he died from a myocardial infarction due to coronary artery disease. It's been very sad seeing all the celebrities and people who worked with him over the years share their memories of him. Have any of them really resonated with you or that you thought were particularly notable?
0: i loved kelly ripa's like cheerful yeah i thought that it was um it, it just you know tv stars they come into your home especially someone like regis and when she was with when he was with kelly on air they're in your house every single morning it's like you know that's going to happen more than you know if you're going to see your best friend so like i don't know it felt real to me even though there's been criticism
2: Sarah, any any that you really loved of the people remembering Regis?
3: I mean, I think you always go to Kathy Lee, right? Um, uh, and love, she, she,
2: I love that they were so close. That's like what you always hope for with co-anchors or co-stars. That's like the the dream sort of relationship, but so hard to maintain, you know?
3: Yeah, I love that she talked about how she like went over to the house and sat with Joy and Regis's daughters, and they you know, comforted her, comforted each other in that time. I mean, it's sad. He lived an amazing life, almost 89 and, you know, was on our TV forever. Um, but I also loved that people were tweeting like, you know, you, you and you would fake sick to stay home. Like Regis was one of those faces you would see. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah. I felt that. I loved a, a fake sick to stay home and watch The Price is Right, like a good, a good morning television moment. So yeah, obviously really sad, but he was, it's, he's one of those people that you don't read a bad thing about.
2: Were you staying home, sick from school with your Munchausen um, disease? Yeah, I was, actually. <laughs> Don't worry, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in a minute once we get through this section. But also, sadly, Olivia de Havilland passed away. At
0: 104! <laughs> that,
2: that's not sad. That's incredible. That's and mind-blowing. Good Gorgeous,
0: for her. gorgeous, gorgeous, until... Still- Yes, still riding her her bike. Into her hundreds, God bless her.
2: She was like riding her bike last year at 103. Amazing. And she is obviously best known for her portrayal of Melanie Hamilton in the 1939 film Gone with the Wind, which, and she passed away in Paris. Okay, we need to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. I have been so concerned about Megan Thee Stallion since that horrible incident that she had shared about where she was shot. We don't know the details of who was doing the shooting. We have some hunches we can't say who we think it is but somebody definitely we know who it is brody we we, we basically do know who it is but until the police or that person apologizes or the police confirm we have to sort of dance around it but megan said on instagram live i was shot in both of my feet and i had to get surgery to get the shit taken out to get the bullets taken out I had to get surgery. It was super scary. It was the worst experience of my life. And it's not funny. It's nothing to joke about. Nothing for y'all to go and be making fake stories about. I didn't put my hands on nobody. I didn't deserve to get shot. I didn't do shit. People are making fun of her on social media, which is unbelievably messed up. Yeah. And I think an example of noir. And she said, thank God the bullets didn't touch my bones. They didn't break tendons. I know my mom and daddy, my granny had to be looking out for me with that one because where the bullets hit out, they missed everything. Like that is... Uh, really 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 scary then she shared a picture of herself that said unbreakable which i loved and then she flashed this massive diamond necklace and fancy crap. watch and i'm like listen you just went through the worst scariest experience of your life you wear whatever you want you celebrate however you want and we we had confirmed that she got this necklace earlier this year gwen there's a little bit of information on usmagazinecom stylish slash
0: yeah, so the necklace is from a brand called Eliante and Company. The designer okay. is this man named Elliot, and Megan actually designed the piece with Elliot to really reflect her style. It is 155 carats of all natural diamonds in set in one kilo of 14 carat gold. And that little necklace, Brody, costs $425,000.
1: Oh my god. It's that a chain, is... by the way, not a necklace. It's definitely a chain.
0: It's like a piece. It's like a neck yeah. piece. If you yeah. want to see pictures, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish to get the full scoop.
2: You won't regret it. You won't <laughs> regret I'm thinking what I would do with four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. It would not be buy a necklace. But That's a you know what? She she can do whatever she wants. And that necklace, did I read correctly? It took six months to make that necklace. From, I mean to it? complete. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, shine bright like a diamond. Um, I don't know you what know,
3: is more gaudy, that or Demi Lovato's engagement ring.
2: Oh. I think Demi's ring is pretty amazing. I, I, I think like Demi's them both. ring is pretty incredible, too. I think, I think both, it's listen, so ugly. Oh, what? Sarah, can you celebrate anyone or anything? I think it's big. I and celebrated beautiful.
3: Taylor Swift for the first time in a decade. That at the top was of the podcast. That
2: was the crappiest celebration. That was like if you came to my birthday party and only ate cake, no gifts, no balloons, no happy birthday. That's, I that mean, I'm, doesn't I'm count.
3: Happy, I'm happy for Demi and I hope it works out. I have my doubts. But I think that that ring is ugly and that's my prerogative.
2: You are a hideous what? hater. And I don't like what quarantine has made you become. Uh, you know what I also don't like? And I don't resent Megan for getting this necklace because I think she should be celebrated and do whatever she wants. But Kylie Jenner getting Stormy a $200,000 pony? Listen, it's her money we know she's got a ton of it, even though Forbes doesn't want to call her a billionaire. But that that $200,000 pony. That a
3: she had to pay seventeen dollars to get it shipped <laughs> from the Netherlands. <laughs>
2: it's, I mean, listen, if you are feeling any sort of cash-strapped stress as a result of what's going on in the world, I think reading these stories can make you sweat or grit your teeth or growl and rage, but at the end of the day, it's your money. You spend it as you see fit, even if it's on a little animal that your two-year-old will not remember because the pony probably won't live that long, but you do you, Kylie. The
3: best part is that the pony's name is Elsa, so it's like, oh, she needed to buy her frozen pony. But it's like, they could just name any old pony Elsa. Yeah, like, why are you buying from the Netherlands? <laughs> they could.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's so crazy. People get so hung up on animal names that it's like, oh, I can change it to anything. And other people are like, no, you can't. And I'm like, the the animal will not remember, or you can retrain and it. And neither a- will Stormy. No. Oh, but the internet will. The internet sure Maybe she did it for the gram. Might have. Uh, guys, I'm kind of surprised that after four months of their debut, Ben and Anna are still going strong, aren't you? I like ben it. I like Anna de Armas. I like it a lot. I like it too. I think quarantine probably allows it to. They're there. They're not they're traveling in LA. For it's kind of quite, They've traveled a little bit, but they're not going away for movies. I think all the distance can be difficult. A source told us that Ben is so sweet to Anna and does everything he can to make her happy. She can say anything, lunch trips, whatever. He'll make it happen. Mm. I'm just. I mean, you know,
3: I, I, there was a cardboard cutout of her on his lawn. So
2: we we hadn't seen them walking the dog together for days. We saw her walking the dog <laughs> solo, and I was like, "Oh, have they split?" But lo and behold, the next day they're out and about with the dog, with
3: the day, donuts another... and the pound of sugar at the bottom of his iced coffee cup.
2: Uh, okay, well, but now you're now you're the coffee judge. Police there. rental, I'm I just know. Jeez, Louise, uh, can they live? I'm actually glad I'm you did go. because. I'll... You know, they haven't been going strong as long, but I'm probably more shocked that Kate Beckinsale, a 47-year-old Kate Beckinsale, and her 23-year-old boyfriend, Goody Grace, are still going strong and saying I love you to each other on Instagram. Good for them. If they're at the point of saying I love you to each other on Instagram, we're in July, and they got together, we first saw them in April, this had to have been happening. You don't just start off with an I love you on Instagram. This had to be. They had to be saying I love you in May.
3: I don't know. I think she moves fast. Yeah,
2: I think she does too.
3: I could see her double dating with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly.. Okay.
2: Wow, I want that I want that. Back. I want you that I want that so that much. I want that so much. You know what I also want? I just want a house tour of Bella Thorne's house. Did you guys see the picture? She put her house in Sherman Oaks on the market for 2.55 million dollars. The entire exterior is hot pink. You know how much I love Bella Thorne. But then we get inside and I'm like, okay, the prince, the scheme. It's kind of like if a kid took over just decorating the house, there's lots of like fake fur, feathers. I think fake plants in the bathroom. There's a raptor wearing a tutu and a tea party, Brody. <laughs> yeah, there are some bold choices, maybe not the best choices. At least it's a point of view. Did you see Gigi Hadid share the inside of her New York City apartment? I was not into it. Were you guys I wasn't alone? either. When, what
0: didn't you like? I thought the kitchen was like the most hideously ugly kitchen I've ever seen. And I don't understand. She has all the money in the world. And it's a chic, sleek. I know the building where she lives. I always see the paps out front. It's a, it's a sleek, chic building. And she made like a weird country home in there. I don't get it.
2: Not Friends, how I the- would have gone. The cupboards with like the dyed Terrible. and dried pasta. I was people like, people
3: on Twitter were comparing it to a hostel. Oh.
2: It looked like a hostel. Oh my hostel. God.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, Kendall Jenner just posted her LA home and cheek, cheek most, I want to move in. It's gonna make you so depressed.
2: She's Is got like it? a movie theater
3: office. It's like just absurd. She has a copper Is bathtub. She
2: posted Georgia. it. Gorgeous. No, She's always in architectural yeah. <sighs> I guess we're past the point of people being concerned about what content they're putting out to be sensitive about what's going on <laughs> in the world in coronavirus and people, you know, having harder times. They're like, well, oh, let me just go back to flaunting my wealth again. Yeah.
3: Cool.
2: You That's know good. what? What flaunting I did like? Martha Stewart. Flaunting Amazing. Those lips at the side That's of the great. pool.
0: Incredible. 78 years old,
2: people. She looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love martha stewart i'm so excited about her new show she was up on the edge of the pool i'm sure everyone's seen it then chelsea handler replicated her picture and she was like doing a martha and then martha was not impressed she was not impressed but she did tell her chelsea (laughs)
3: handler was always trying to steal attention
2: i know it was it was a definite clout but guys
3: you cannot
0: steal attention from martha and this is not the only time that she's looked amazing if you want to see several times over the years that Martha Stewart looks like a hot piece, <laughs> just go to us slash stylish. The pictures might surprise you.
3: But Glen, I'm on usmagazine.com slash stylish right now and I'm seeing these photos of you and the stylish writers trying on lipsticks. Because, Sarah, drum roll,
0: please. It is National Lipstick Day.
2: Oh, my God. Happy Gwen National is
1: Lipstick
3: Day. on the homepage day. right now.
1: Wow. Trying I am. Is day. it a picture of me?
3: I love that. It is a picture of you. Uh-huh. Love it.
2: Martha is developing a CBD skincare line. But what? she said, she. right, of course. I wish she would actually be also developing some weed recipes, but she said she took up Chelsea Handler's challenged to smoke a joint with her. She said she hasn't smoked a joint since the 1960s.
0: I don't so believe from- that because she's so close with Snoop Dogg. I don't think they just bake cookies, if you know what I mean.
2: I, I honestly think she's like goody-goody, and she is not going to mess things up. True. And like l- She doesn't want to go back to jail. Right. And unfortunately, in New York State, we have draconian drug laws. So I wanted this to be what celebrity duo would you like to roll a joint and blaze with for and blaze with but we can't legally do that in new york because we have a governor more interested okay. in keeping people in prison and exploiting them for labor and uh, uninterested in putting weed legislation on our state legislative agenda because he clearly thinks it's fine to disproportionately police and punish black and brown people for weed crimes even though rates of weed listen, usage but I, the- <laughs> I am
0: hashtag homosexual <laughs> so you just oh. lay off the <laughs> governor i knew, I, knew and- I was gonna get a rise that- Stick to the celebrity news. Uh, okay, well, we're getting back to it. Well, Cynthia
1: well, Nixon
2: was the celebrity. That was like her big platform and it was going to be so great. She <laughs> was, and hello, we're in New York. The people are demanding it, but whatever. Sarah, which two celebrities would you like to see smoke a joint, a la Martha and Chelsea Handler?
3: I would go over to Casa Cyrus and smoke with Billy and Tish. <sighs>
1: oh, oh my God, Billy Ray. <laughs> on. Oh, Miley, I you know, gave
3: them gave tish recently came out and detailed how the first time she smoked because my were she's on tour with miley and now those two are like obsessed and miley's actually sober so i think it would be fun just to hang out with the whole cyrus fam with a little treat
1: Ooh, i really like that travis what about you okay well i have two and then one who's just there for accompaniment I want Megan the Stallion and Lizzo to smoke mm-hmm. a big joint together, but I also want Charlie Puth there to, like, play the piano because I want them to get stoned and, like, create really fun music, and I think they would all sound so good together. Charlie Puth. Yeah, he plays the um, piano. He can't join the blunt, though.
2: I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Gwen, what about you?
0: I would like for Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston to get oh. together and smoke oh, a TV God. to celebrate their 20th anniversary. <laughs> Smoke a joint, burn hard, eat tacos, revisit the way you were. Oh that's, a, that's a party. That Dwayne is a really story,
3: Brad and Jen, the way they were.
2: That is so good. Mine, I love Nailed It, the host of Nailed It, uh, Nicole Byer. I love her so much. I said her and Jen, and this is like a very basic bitch, um, desire me, but Jennifer Lawrence. just uh, Nailed Nicole It, the baking show. Yeah, yes. My where friend, tra- one of
0: my best girlfriends, won the first season.
2: Oh, she, but was she a terrible baker? Because it's it's bad bakers who are like trying to replicate these very difficult desserts.
0: She was on the first season, Elena.
3: She won. Um,
2: Damn, get that check.
3: Yeah, Nicole Byer just made um, history as the first Black woman, I believe, for us to be nominated for an Emmy for hosting.
2: Wow, amazing! And if that I'm
3: that is- wrong, I, I, I think I read that somewhere.
2: <laughs> no fake news, Sarah. You, I'm you can. Sure that's true. You you can uh, double source that while I we talk right about now. while we talk about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, guys. Thursday. Every day another update. Really sad. So Kim went to Wendy's. Well, no, okay, look, we're missing some details. Kim flew to Wyoming, and then she and Kanye went to Wendy's, where she was papped in a car, photographed crying. Now this came two days after a source told us that Kanye had visited a hospital over the weekend to deal with his anxiety. And this came a day after he apologized to Kim on Twitter and said, I would like to apologize to my wife, Kim, for going public with something that was a private matter. Please forgive me. I want to say I know I hurt you. Thank you for always being there for me. This is so odd because like, as we've talked about before, real apologies have to happen in private first. But well, we heard from sources they weren't really communicating. But I don't think Kanye is necessarily operating like most people would expect or hope would. And so this is what we're going to get. Uh, a source told us that Kim was obviously deeply upset with Kanye for talking about their personal life and for making matters that are very personal to, to them and their family public. A source told us that Kanye had been experiencing a lot of anxiety lately. He's been surrounded by a lot of people and started to feel really overwhelmed. We also saw that Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin went and visited him in Wyoming. This is after we had reported last week that Dave Chappelle was there.
3: Is that the Scooter Braun connection that sent Justin and Haley there? Possibly.
2: Possibly. A source also told us a little bit more about what's been going on between these two, between Kim and Kanye in the last couple of months, One source told us that Kanye has been in Wyoming for the last year. Kim goes about once every five weeks and brings the kids. When together, things are fine between them, but they haven't been spending time together because he moved his life completely to Wyoming, and that's not where their life is. A source also told us Kim is not leaving the relationship because of this current situation, but before the situation, over the last three months, they had been talking about divorce. Kim has wanted to make this marriage work, and so has Kanye. They both still love each other, and there's still some interest in making this marriage work, but in recent months, it has looked way less likely, guys. What are your thoughts? I'm just happy that the world can really relate to
1: Kim Kardashian about being mad at your boyfriend and crying in a Wendy's parking lot.
3: I want to know what they got at Wendy's. I saw. I think there was chicken McNuggets. being it was a spicy uh, chicken. Not
2: sandwich. Mc, they wouldn't be McNuggets because they oh, don't sorry. sell McDonald's products at Wendy's. But yes, I say spicy chicken sandwiches.
3: I hope she had a taco
0: salad because that was always my favorite at Wendy's. <laughs> can you still get that at Wendy's? Oh, well. No. I also always love the chili chili much
2: like you not really concerned with the serious matters at hand (laughs) Kim's not focused on what Kanye's saying a source told us is that she's focused on his well-being another source told us that Kanye doesn't want to have people tell him what to do he's not someone who responds well to this but that he is definitely charging ahead with running for president oh god our source that I know I know I know. Our source said, Kim knows Kanye needs help and support and taking on big projects like running for president can be something very mentally taxing. Everyone is worried. Kim is a hands-on mom. She doesn't travel much anymore. So she's based in LA with her four kids. So no one knows that things will get worse with Kanye overstabilized.
3: I'm pretty <sighs> much convinced these two are doomed. I love Kim. I always loved Kim. I think their kids are adorable. I love that We've seen Courtney pretty much take the kids and all the cousins hanging out because they're trying to just, you know, keep the kids away from this. I hope Kanye gets the help he needs, drops out of the presidential race. And I hope Kim finds someone else.
2: Yeah, I think A lawyer,
3: perhaps? An Armenian businessman?
2: I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I think we're going to be dealing with this for a lot longer. I mean, our source told us that Kim flew to Wyoming to plea with Kanye to get help and to try to figure out some sort of resolution for the two of them and their family. A source cautioned to us that it's not inevitable that they'll get divorced because there's obviously a desire to make it work. Otherwise, she would not have flown to Wyoming if she wasn't invested. But, you know, another source said that they are just clearly on completely different trajectories. And the whole, us finding out that he's been there for a year and that she hasn't really been seeing him except for every other five weeks. That's not...
3: It's not a good sign.
2: Not a good sign.
3: Also confirmed yeah. about um, Ni- Nicole Bayer's I Emmy mean, nomination, Making History, by the way. Thank you. Side note. Thank you. <laughs> so are, of spread fake news. Spe-
2: speaking of confirmation, uh, wow, Brandy Glanville with the text from Denise Richards. Wow. Weren't you surprised by that screenshot that you shared?
3: Yes, I was. I mean, I'm so happy that this is all finally playing out on Real Housewives of Beverly yes. Hills. In tonight's episode, which I have seen... Denise hears about it and you get a little bit more of the whole bravo, bravo, bravo and the breaking of the fourth wall. It's like Denise straight up is talks to the camera. Like there's a lot of uh, fourth wall breaking and drama. And they're all, you know, as they were last week, accusing Denise of trying to protect her image. Clearly Brandy's coming in here. And Brody, you had an amazing exclusive interview with Brandy and she was, you know, giving her side of the story. And it's pretty convincing. I don't know. I kind of believe Brandy.
2: I, yes, I, I talked to Brandy last week. Sarah, you wrote up a great article that you can find on our website. And I think it answers a lot of people's questions about why Brandy didn't say anything right away and what happened to the two of them afterwards. And I think Brandy has so many specific details. Why would Denise do the bravo, bravo, bravo and talk to the cameras? If this was totally unfounded, wouldn't she just shrug it off and be like, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Literally and death
2: I- protesting too much. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I also, the bravo, bravo, bravo of it all is so interesting. And I know Kyle, I remember I went back because I was recapping this episode and I was like, oh, Kyle, like explain that, that apparently like they used to say that when they needed to stop filming because they were like switching the film and like checking their makeup. Like it was much more because of they were like being, they were filming a reality show and we didn't have the technology and stuff we have now. And Denise has trying to use it to get scenes cut out of the show because they're not going to break the fourth wall. But Bravo clearly doesn't care, and they are airing. It's it's very meta, and I love that. I love reality TV breaking the fourth wall. So I
2: know you do. Well, Sarah, there's been some. I believe I made
3: that an intention as well a few months ago and manifested it. So
2: (laughs) there's been I know. You and Gwen are both real hardcore royal watchers. Sarah, why don't you fill us in a bit about what this big bombshell book is this week and why everyone's talking about the formerly fab for Harry, Meghan, Will, and Kate.
3: Yes. Well, Finding Freedom isn't even out yet. It doesn't come out until August 11th. But there's some excerpts that were given to the Times, the Sunday Times in the UK that are making waves. And it's pretty much, it's saying a lot of things that we had heard before, but apparently this book has over a hundred sources and close friends of Meghan and Harry and Royals. And we're finding out more about how Kate and Meghan just never really hit it off. And there was one, the story that really stood out to me was the story about Meghan and Kate going shopping on the same street and they left at the same time, but Kate allegedly went the other way on purpose. So she wouldn't have to go into the store with Meghan really bad a few things like that and just that they never got along to begin with it also confirms that that last awkward encounter we saw with all of them at commonwealth day when it was very obvious that will and kate were not acknowledging harry and Meghan. um that all of that was you know very last minute with them not walking in with the queen and their name being taken out of the program and some behind the scenes on that and confirming that they did you know in fact pretty much ignore them but gwen what stood out to you I mean, I am just
0: so into every single little factoid that is coming out of this book. Like the fact that they may have been engaged, that Meghan and Harry may have been engaged months before the official announcement. I mean, that's just juicy, juicy, juicy.
3: I also think it's interesting that, I mean, this book seems to be... Like a little bit, you know, pro Harry and Meghan, I would say. A little but, bit. <laughs> um, but something that I thought was interesting is that a narrative, again, I haven't been able to read the whole book yet, but a narrative that I'm seeing is that it really, according to this book, Harry it wanted out and kind of Megan was more so willing, apparently in tears that she wanted to make it work, but then supported him. But he was going to make the decision. Whereas I feel like we all always kind of thought and maybe still some do think that Megan kind of took him out.
0: Partly, but I also have always thought that she bought into that relationship because she wanted to be a princess and she wanted the fame and she wanted to be part of the royal family. And so I actually, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really have so many thoughts that conflict. Same. I,
3: I, I, they conflict. But I can't so wait I to know. read it.
0: The entire book, start to finish
3: three times. Three times, she says. At least. Well, real quick, by the way, just thinking of books that I've read that I loved, Jessica Simpson, you know, I'm the biggest open book stand ever. Wait, you like that
1: book? We haven't heard. um,
3: (laughs) Yeah. She was on Catherine Schwarzenegger's podcast, and she revealed that she sent the book to the girl who abused her.
2: Wow. Wow. And they had a
3: confrontation like eight years ago, and she spoke to her about it, and all about like forgiveness and stuff. And she sent her the book because she wants to help her heal.
2: Wow. I oh, love Jessica God. Simpson. I
3: love Jessica Simpson,
2: too. I couldn't love her more. Everything I know. About her, I do. It's, uh, I love her. Oh, it's, I need like, an open book sequel. Rarely do I have such unadulterated love that, like, I, I don't know, for a first celebrity like that. You know who I don't have an adulterated love for? Wow, that's hard to say. The Chainsmokers. And it's not because it's not because I wanted to date Chantal Jeffries and Chantal Jeffries (laughs) confirmed her romance with Drew Taggart. No, it's because of that crazy concert they threw that your governor, um, Gwen, uh, said that he's launching an investigation for it. Travis, did you see a little bit about it? What what did you Uh, see? I sure did. I watched like so much about it. The
1: Chainsmokers through this big concert in the Hamptons. It was all supposed to be like drive-in movie style, people in their cars, just listening to them. But it didn't turn out like that. And I was watching some of the concert goers and they were actually saying that it was the follow-up act and the CEO of Goldman Sachs that when he came on the stage, then it was everybody DJ. got out of their cars, <laughs> which was so <laughs> no. strange to me that they're like, screw the Chainsmokers. I want the CEO <laughs> no. of Goldman Sachs. Like I got to bum rush the stage. Oh
2: my um, God! Yeah, it just became
1: a hot ass Corona soup mess.
2: Gross. Speaking of uh, hot messes, the ongoing battle between Leah Remini and the Church of Scientology. Guys, those quotes. We obviously reached out to Tom Cruise and the Church of Scientology for comment. They did not get back to us, but Leah Remini told us. I think it's time for people to start waking up to the real facts here. Tom has for years manipulated his image to be the good guy. Although I believe there was a time when Tom was a decent, kind-hearted person, he has morphed himself into David Miscavige and is completely dedicated to Scientology's mission to clear planet Earth, which means making 80% of the world's population into Scientologists. Now, she talked more about the past and Tom and Nicole, but and then she talked about, you know, because recently we heard... Tandy Newton was talking about what a nightmare it was to work with Tom Cruise and how much he was sort of like talking about Scientology. I'm like, Leah Remini, go you! But I, I, I'm I'm nervous for her. This is like quite quite big guns to be blazing. And I know she's fearless, but holy moly! I
3: yeah. couldn't love Leah Remini more. She has a new podcast. It's kind of a continuation of her show, and I feel like it's going to give us even more tea and details because, it, like, I feel like on a podcast, as we know, we kind of just say things and. Hope for the best. And I feel like on a show that's edited, I mean, e that show was amazing, Scientology in the Aftermath. But I feel like on a podcast, you have even more freedom to kind of throw stuff out there. And I think it's going to be really good. And she talked about, I haven't listened to it yet, but like how Scientology handles death after um, the recent deaths of Kelly Preston and uh, Lisa Marie's son, who she was a Scientologist for years. So uh, I, you know, I always applaud Leah Remedy and I always also worry about her. But as we've said before, I mean, if she said, if something happens to me, I think, you know where to look.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what it's time for? It's It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania! Okay, where We step into the imaginary ring, put on some imaginary gloves on the celebrities who are celebrating their birthdays this week and set them into imaginary matches. This round of celebrity birthday boxing will be refereed by Ashley Parker Angel from O-Town. Who Ooh, turns 39 on August 1st. <laughs> Gwen, Sandra Bullock turned 56 on July 26th and Kate Beckinsale turned 47 on July 26th. Who wins?
0: I mean, this is really, really tough because I've seen Kate Beckinsale do her own stunts. However, as amazing as she looks, Sandra Bullock, to be Sandra Bullock, who, you know, has to be freaky freaky to have married Jesse James. I think that she could take on anybody and take them down. She wins at 56. Sandra Bullock.
2: The stars, speed one and two. Travis Cronin, Hilary Swank turns 46 on July 30th. And noted transphobe J.K. Rowling turns 55 on July thirty. Oh, my God, Brody. Well, isn't this a treat? I never condone violence, but it's really
1: nice that Hilary Swank is trained from her iconic <laughs> transgender role, Boys Don't Cry. Um, oh, I thought you were going to and- say million-dollar baby. Oh, that's what I meant.
2: Yeah, yeah that's was just- what he meant. No, what? yeah, but she wasn't a fighter. She was beaten up and abused in Boys Don't Cry, but she was a she was a box a million dollar baby. Okay. But keep that's going. What I'm you, you're about. correct. You're you're yeah. correct with your logic. All of those
1: movies. She's had training with abuse and boxing. I'm so sorry, JK. <laughs> I hope she's padded because you're going down and you're going down hard. Sarah Huron,
2: Lori Laughlin. <gasps> the mom to your problem at a queen, Olivia Jade, turns fifty six. On July 28th, and Elizabeth Berkley, star of Showgirls, turns 48.
3: Jesse Spano versus Aunt <laughs> yeah, Becky.
2: Saved by the bell, too.
3: Wow, Bethany, wow. I mean, something <laughs> tells me that Lori Laughlin has been training for her stint in prison. And she might tell Jesse Spano, I'm so
2: excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared. Just go back to Bayside. Lori this, Loughlin. This. Might be the hardest round where we've had three duking it out in the ring. Travis, it's 56-year-old Sandra Bullock, 46-year-old Hillary Swank, and 56-year-old Lori Laughlin. Who oh wins my front of celebrity birthday Whoa, box? I know. queens. It's, it's
1: it's an unexpected twist. But Kate Beckinsale actually reemerges <laughs> as her underworld character and knocks them all out. Because after seeing Underworld one, two, and three, and
2: Doomsday, Kate Beckinsale wins this round. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys, we are almost the 25 things you don't know about me. But a quick quick moment to go over the news of coronavirus, obviously we're still very much in the throes of coronavirus and there are more celebrities coming forward um, to share that they have tested positive or recovered. Mel Gibson shared that he was positive in April via his rep. He was treated and he was in the hospital and then he tested positive for the antibodies. Doja Cat, after she had um, joked about coronavirus at the beginning, she revealed recently that she got COVID and she didn't know how it happened, but she did. Anna Camp also said that she went out once without a mask, and that's when she got coronavirus. Shannon Bedore, star of Real Housewives of Orange County, she shared that she had coronavirus, and so did her three daughters. Very scary. Then, of course, you have someone like Madonna, who was sharing fake conspiracies, that there is a cure for coronavirus, that there has been one for months. And she was sharing a doctor who has been she announced as someone who said that people get gynecological problems by having sex in their dreams with demons. So Madonna that.
3: needs to go with J.K. Rowling and delete social media
2: and just, like, stop. She really does. But I'm sure there will be more updates on that front next week. Well, guys, I went into our mm-hmm. deep library and pulled an issue from September 2011 because now you're going to guess who we did this 25 things you don't know about me list with for that issue. Listeners, you can play along as my three co-hosts try to guess. I'm going to skip number one. I'm going to skip number two. Oh my God. Number, th- number three. No, you can't, you, can't, you can't get it. Number three. I love my Real Housewives of Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Miami, not so much. Number four. I met Charlie Chaplin when I was six. I have a photo, but no actual memory of it. Number five. I am very disorganized. Number six. Shopping for clothes make my head hurt. Number seven. I work out nearly every day. Yes, I know how annoying that sounds. Number eight, I love fast food. Number nine, I need to eat better. Number ten, I collected toy soldiers when I was young.
0: Robert Downey Jr.
2: No, number definitely doesn't watch Real Housewives. Number eleven, skip. <laughs> number sure. twelve, I've been addicted to TV since I was little. Number so thirteen, ahead. number thirteen, <laughs> I was number thirteen. I was a Dungeons and Dragons geek when I was young. I spent a lot of time indoors. Number fourteen, I could fall asleep anywhere at any time. Number fifteen, I was a child model. Embarrassing. Number 16, I don't drink any hot liquids. No tea, no coffee. Is it Freak. like Rob Lowe? Ugh. Number 17, oddly, that. my favorite ice cream flavor is coffee. Number 19, I don't like to wear sunglasses. No matter no matter how bright out it is. Number 19, I struggled Where with is this dyslexia. Break? I know. Number 19, I struggled with dyslexia as a child. Number Stay 20, no, <laughs> number 20, chocolate chip cookies make me happy. Number 21, I can't sing and won't try. Number 22, I'd like to dance, but never on TV. Number 23, 23, I've bitten my nails for as long as I can remember. Number 24, I'm a dog person and I have a dog named Molly. Oh my God, so did I. But I've recently discovered cats are okay too. Number 25, I like to assume the best about people until I'm proven wrong. Number one that I skipped was I started going gray in college. Number two is I wish I still had brown hair giant keaton
3: that's what you skipped
2: yes and number 11 is i became a reporter by going to wars Oh, only by Anderson cooper Yes, oh, my God. i, you you do I do know, you know you can do it i knew you could do it i love them i who, love them too, who knew those are some weird facts no hot liquids i don't so even hot chocolate in the winter Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining our Hot Hollywood podcast this week. We hope you join us again next week because we hope you're enjoying your time with us and maybe even learning something from it because we do try to deliver the hottest, most relevant news to you each week. Please share, like, subscribe, tell a friend about this weekly news podcast. And please tell us, find us on social media and let us know your thoughts, what you want to hear more of or maybe who you want to hear from. Otherwise, we hope you join us again next week on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast. So long and farewell until next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.